Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast today. We have a guest. His name is Chris Smith. Now, Chris has something called the campfire effect. Now, I learned from Chris from another one of our podcast guests. Her name was Brittany. Uh, Brittany runs something called Ultimate Advisor. They're an absolutely amazing coaching program. If you haven't checked them out, please make sure that you do. And, and also, we'll make reference to that podcast in the show notes. But so Chris was the person who was referred to. And, he, and, and Brittany's founder, his name is Brian Sweet, said, this guy is the guy that you need to listen to an interview because of what they do and how it's unique and different. And he knows that Kirk and I on this podcast talk all the time about how important story is and connecting the dots. And so that's what we're going to address with Chris today. So Chris, hey man, welcome to the show. Matt, thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure and uh, honor to be here and be able to share with your community. Let's kind of just begin with the question that I ask absolutely everybody, which is, tell us your history. Where did this come from? How did you get into what you're doing, just, just help us out here. Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing that I would have you know is that, you know, I believe that as an advisor, the most powerful thing you have to influence your mission, your message, and your movement is your story. And it's the key to creating the kind of income and impact you're capable of. And how I got to that place is, you know, as a, as a young kid growing up, I was raised in a fifth generation Arizona native family, which mm. basically what that means is my family was one of the first families to Arizona and kind of pioneers and settled Arizona. So I, I grew up, I had the privilege of growing up around these cowboy storytellers and just hardworking blue collar people and was fascinated with story ever since I was a kid. Uh, in, in sixth grade at the year in school assembly, I actually got the award for least likely to be found in my seat <laughs> because I was always up telling stories. And so that fascination of story kind of naturally took me into business development, into sales and marketing. And I was always uh, I was always able to perform at really high levels. I was a, I was the highest producing commercial real estate broker when I did commercial real estate. Then I was high, highest producing financial advisor when I was an advisor. And what I realized, Matt, is that I sold and marketed very differently. I did it through the power of story, and I started realizing that story and messaging are actually two different things. And most people use it as a tactic when, in reality, it's the source of everything. And so, when I started seeing the success I had with it, I really felt called to start sharing it with others and. I realized that kind of my life's mission and purpose was maybe not to be an advisor as much as I loved it, mm -hmm. but to go out and share with other advisors how to, how to really dramatically grow their income and their impact by really understanding the power of their story and their message. Well, and, and it gets back to the fundamental aspect of business is people like to do business with the people they like and have things in common with and that they trust. And one of the best ways to build that is through story. Is that fair? Yeah, totally, totally correct. And the thing that I see oftentimes, Matt, that's, that's unfortunate, and I think it's a missed opportunity is... So much of what's taught about story out in the marketplace, in my opinion, is a tactic. It's like, hey, let's use story to create a connection. Let's mm -hmm. use story to influence marketing. Let's use story to increase sales. And that's, that's a given. There's also this other side, though, that people miss matter around story, that it's actually the source of all clarity and all alignment of like where you should be really focusing and going deep on and who your target market is and who your team member should be. So it, it absolutely can be used as a tactic, but there's this deeper side of it that is really where the gold is and really where the impact is, in my opinion, that a lot of people miss. Well, let's go deeper, brother. I want to know more. So, so let's unpack that more. Yeah. You know, so one of the things that I've realized, and this was 
along the way myself is I realized that story and messaging are two different things. I used to think that story and messaging were just kind of synonymous and one and the same. And that's where I think it kind of gets shortchanged and where we cheapen story and messaging to, to be frank. And, And what I've realized is that your story is like who you authentically are. It's like the experiences of your life and how your life has led you here. And it's the context that has it make sense to a prospective client and have them really deeply connected with who you are and why you do it and how your life led you here. The message is then the what you do, the how you do it, and the who you've done it for in a way that's unique and different from anyone else. Mm-hmm. And what we see a lot of times is people are putting the message ahead of the story. And, and what we teach is that if you go really deep on the story of who you authentically are and how your life led you here, then you can actually see that what you do as an advisor isn't just because you're good at it and you're interested in it and you can make a lot of money and help people. No, it's like your life really has led you here. There's like right. been real experiences in your life that have shaped your path this is really what you feel called to do. This really is your life's mission and purpose. That actually informs the messaging. So we actually believe that most people don't have a messaging problem or a marketing problem. It's more of a clarity and alignment problem. Like they haven't actually gotten really, really clear on the mission and the story, but it's always there. So how do you so unpack do this, is, dude? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm, I'm just trying to, yeah, I, go I, ahead. I agree with every freaking thing you're saying here. And oh my God, it's so wonderful to know that I'm not crazy with all of this stuff. And, and either <laughs> are we, you know, Kirk and I are, are not crazy. And in fact, I just well, met this woman who's a professional speaker coach. Her name's Deirdre Van Ness. And, and, and she did the exact thing you're talking about. And after she did that in her opening of her speech, she's like, this is why you have to start off your relationship this way. Because she made me feel connected with her. This is a highly analytical, low personality, you know, very highly controlling, very black and white thinking demographic of financial services professionals. And I'm oversimplifying there, and I know there's exceptions, but how do you help tease this out of people who think like this? You know, what's interesting about that, Matt, is what you said is absolutely true, that highly analytical black and white thinking, but what's interesting is their, their clients aren't. Yes, totally. And that's a huge missed opportunity because oftentimes we see advisors who, who think about their mission and their message and their movement and their story and marketing as very analytical and as very black and white, but yet that doesn't translate well to a business owner who like, doesn't think that way and is, and is looking to like, focus on what's most important with his life and his family and in the future. And so it's like this translation process that gets lost. And so we really want to solve for that. Like, we want to, and, and what, what we found is every advisor we've ever worked with has this really amazing story of why they do it, and yet most of them don't see that. So, for, as an example, we recently worked with an advisor, uh, Casey Weed, who's a really successful advisor. Like, you know, Howard Bailey, um, it, it, they're based out of you know Fort Wayne, Indiana, super successful. And when we showed Casey how he could be telling uh, you know a more compelling, more authentic story about who he is and why he does this and how his life has led him here. And, and how he should take this new framework called this, you know, our signature framework and use it in seminars and workshops. The first thing that came up for him, Matt, was, but Chris, that's like, I'd be teaching 60 to 70% less information about the markets than I currently teach. And, and what we're doing is working. So I'm hesitant to like go so personal and share some like more of that like warmth, like you're talking about like the non-black and white, non-analytical. Mm-hmm. So he did it. And he texted me, said, you got to call me. And I called him and he said, we just scheduled 70% of the room. It's the biggest numbers we've put up this year. <laughs> and I taught less than I've ever taught about the markets. But what was so interesting to me about it, Matt, is he said, not only did we schedule more, I felt more energized mm-hmm. and more alive and had more fun than any of the seminars I've done. And so it's like, it's almost letting advisors know that it's okay to do this. And mm-hmm. it's actually, it's not okay. It's not only is it okay, it's actually the key to success. And this is the way your clients want to connect. And so, so you asked earlier, like, how do we get there? 
there's, there's three questions that we ask them in the beginning. And again, before we get into the messaging, we start, we stay in the story. And the first question we ask all of our, all of all the advisors we work with Matt is what is it that you really feel called to say out there in the world? Mm-hmm. Not what do you think you should say? Not what do you think you're supposed to say? Not what do you think you want to say? But it's like, what do you really feel called to say? If you could say one thing, and it's a question that not a lot of me have actually even been given the space to think about, it's like, huh, what, what do I feel called to say as an advisor? Hey, hey, pause there. Give me an example. I've always found that, that if you can give me an example, uh, it, it resonates with our, our listeners. They'll be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I'll give you a, a relevant example, just because he and I have been in conversation you know, constantly since he went through the camper effect, and that's John uh, Bowen with CEG Worldwide, who I, you, you know. Yeah. So when we sat down to work with John and his team, and, and they became clients, taking them through the camper effect, we started this very place. And John's really successful, like probably one yeah. of the most successful, if not the most successful coaches in the entire industry, and was one of the most successful independent advisors in the history yep. of the industry. And we posed that question to John and his team said, John, what is it you guys really feel called to say? What is it you really are trying to say? Now, what was interesting is at the time, a lot of their forward-facing marketing was very much about elite advisors being able to you know, make more money yeah. by working with fewer wealthier clients. And it was really on the money side. And as we dug into that more, what John and his team realized is like, well, it's actually really not a, even about the money. Like That's a bonus. What most of our clients are looking for is they're looking for like a life of significance beyond being an advisor. Totally. And it brought up this whole experience that John's like, yeah, I re- actually remember. I remember I was, getting, I was getting introduced to get an award as one of the most successful advisors in the industry at a big industry gathering. And here I am getting ready to get this award. And, and behind the stage, I'm like realizing and, and had a hard time admitting like I'm absolutely miserable. I felt so conflicted, like I'm miserable in my life, like I'm not living a life of significance, and yet I'm getting ready to walk out and get this big award and get and be acknowledged. And so, what came up for them is their big idea of impact, which is uh, um, a core messaging statement we help our clients create. And their core messaging statement now is: We believe, as an advisor, you can live an amazing life of significance by working with fewer but wealthier clients. Mm -hmm. We also believe you can do that with far less time and far less effort than you ever thought possible. So what was amazing about that is like, John, the, like even just after that first initial exercise, the first part of the day, John's like, we've got to like rethink this whole rebrand that we're getting ready to relaunch. Yep. Like this has to be everywhere. This has to inform everything. And then when I had the opportunity to go out and speak at CEG, it was really inspiring to see that like that thread of, of life of significance is now woven through every aspect of, the two, of their event. Their advisors are starting to use it. But it's just posing that question to them and giving them a space is like, what is it that you really feel called to say? Another advisor we recently worked with, he realized that what he felt called to say was that like, we believe that money can create freedom that allows you to focus on what's most important in life mm-hmm. now and in the future. Like they had this realization that like, for us, we get more lit up about people living their life now because of our work than even like in retirement in the future. So that's the first question we pose. I'll stop there, but that's, that's the first question we pose. And, and there's two other questions, but the first one is like, what is it you're really trying to say? Not from like a place of a tagline. It's like everything in our messaging and marketing and branding and position going forward is actually going to be accountable to this. It's got to filter through this, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I, I want to just touch very quickly on John Bowen. And one of the reasons why he is, you know, an Uber coach, right? He's like hall of fame coach. He's one of those people that, you know, every coach looks up to because he's been so successful, runs an amazing program. But one of the reasons why he is who he is is exactly what just happened with you. He's always looking to continuously improve himself and knows that he can't stay stagnant 
that he needs to continuously look at who he is and what makes him unique and different and be accepting of the change. That is one of the reasons why he has been absolutely so successful. And as I'm hearing you say that, we're we're in the process of going through our strategic planning here at Top Advisor Marketing. And uh, I've been asking my team a lot of those same questions because I think it's very important for us to get to our core. And I think we have a pretty damn good answer for it, which I'm not going to share here because that's not appropriate, but I think it's fantastic. So that was question number one, and that alone should absolutely explode anybody's mind who's listening to this podcast, because here's the deal. If you can't answer that, which you can, by the way, you have to give yourself permission to answer that question. That is going to fundamentally change everything. And I also want to go back to your big seminar, dude. What was his name again? Casey Weed. Casey. So, so Casey Weed, one, I think it's so funny to me that so many advisors think that what people want to hear is the markets. No, they don't. If they want to hear about the markets, they're going to go to freaking CNBC, right? Yeah, what totally. they want to know is who the hell you are. And when sure. I feel that connection with a human being that speaks the same language, maybe has the same values, makes me feel like they actually truly care about me, I'm going to give them my life savings instead of the person who's going to try to eke out X amount of money, extra percent in the marketplace. Hundred percent, yeah, and it's just it's just giving them like this. And the other thing that I found, though, Matt, to you know, in an, an advisor's defense, a lot of times is we've done a really poor job, in my opinion, of, of as an industry, my industry, story, marketing, messaging, branding. We've done a really poor job of we've done a good job of telling people how important story is, mm-hmm. and then done a really poor job of actually teaching them how to do it. Totally. So, so you've got all these advisors like I get it, I get that story is important, I, like, but I don't have a framework, and so I think the thing that we've really strived for in everything we do is not just helping them uncover the story, like the, the authentic story of what they really feel called to say, but then once we've unpacked it and uncovered it and put it into uh, the, the, the formula, then taking that and putting it into a framework that allows them to be like, oh, this is actually, not, not only do I now know the story, mm-hmm. I actually know how to go deliver it in a framework that like, keeps me accountable and keeps me on, on track and keeps me aligned. And it just gave them, it gives, I think it gives them the permission to just like kind of breathe and be like, oh, this is okay to share my story. And actually people want to hear it. So it was, yeah, so rewarding for him when he came back and said, I'm sharing less than I've ever shared. We're doing, we're converting higher, but more importantly, he's like, this is fun. Like, I love it. Well, why wouldn't you love it, right? I mean, you're, you're telling something from your heart, not your head. And, totally. and that's what people are going to connect with. They're going to connect with that passion. They're going to connect with that feeling, that emotion that so many business people try to not deal with. But people, especially financial services prospects, are going to make a decision based off of their feelings and their emotions way more than your stupid, I'm sorry to say this, but your financial planning process. Or, you know, the fact that you use DFA or that you're a tactical advisor or, totally. you know, I mean, that those are important. Don't get me wrong, but that's not what makes people make a decision. Now, so you gave us the first question and uh, I want to kind of move because um, I don't want you to give me all your secret sauce because I totally want people to reach out to you, brother. But uh, what I want to talk about is that integration. We, uh, you know, here at Top Advisor Marketing really love the integrative aspect of, of what we do through our process. And I always know that we can do it better, better, period. And you are offering something that we haven't entirely implemented on the back end of our marketing and branding. So just talk a little bit about how you take this, this message uh, this story, this why, and and help advisors understand the practical aspects of it. Because I think that's where our listeners are going to get the most gold out of all of this. Yeah, I love that. Because you know the way the way we kind of divide this up is in the three parts. It's it's what you're saying, which is the clarity, the alignment. Like, what are you trying to say, right? Then there's the how are you saying it, 
which is the effectiveness and the implementation of it and like, you know, really tactically implementing it and maybe making sure that you can articulate it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then there's the who you're being when you say it, which is a whole nother topic for another time, but it's around this idea of the confidence and the embodying it and the alignment of it. But so we, so what the, the question of what is it you're really trying to say that kind of lives in the, the, what you're trying to say now, like, let's talk on like, okay, so now this idea of how you say it, we believe that once you get clear on what it is you're trying to say in the core through line that literally Matt, we don't talk about anything else, but that hmm. like, so back to John, it's like, look, only thing we talk about is an amazing life significance mm-hmm. and any iteration of it has to like, or anything we are going to talk about it either has to be a direct hit to that or indirectly has to align with that. Because one of the things that I realized along the way, for myself included, there's nothing to hold your story and your message accountable. Hmm. Meaning you could wake up every single day and come up with a different version of it or a team member could or different team members currently are coming up with different messages. Like, it's like, what holds it accountable? Well, if we get really clear on what we're trying to say, that's the accountability. But then the how to effectively say it, it's like we only say that, but then we say it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So one of the areas, Matt, that I think is a huge missed opportunity is very few advisors are actually taking that authentic story of the history of their life and their journey and their industry and their proprietary planning process and their methodology of how they plan. Very few of them are taking all that and then implementing it into a storytelling tour of their office. Ooh, tell me more. And so when we help someone create the story and the message, that's part one. Part two is implementing it everywhere with this obsessive intentionality that's almost like borderline crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like how disciplined, like we are going to implement this everywhere. So think about coming into an office with an advisor and you get greeted up front. It's your typical experience. They say, hey, you know, I know you're here to see Matt. Let me, you know, grab you a coffee or water. And when Matt's here, he'll come grab you and take you back to the conference room. Versus you, that same person comes in and says, hey, I know you're here to see Matt today. But while we're getting the office ready while Matt's, you know, uh, finishing preparing, you mind if we give you a quick tour of our office and just tell you a little about like who we are and what we stand for and why we do this? Mm. The prospective client's like, sure. Like to them, it seems like a very casual thing, right? It's like no big deal. And then we take them on this very intentional tour that tells them who we are, why we do this, what we stand for, what our mission is, what led us here. And, and, And without coming out and saying this, essentially we tell them why we're the best in the world at what we do. We talk to them about our unique planning process and how it's unlike anything else that's out there. We, tell, we talk to them about the individual members of our team in a really human way that allows them to you know, see them as like, wow, these are just real people. And then we tell them some stories of people that we've done it for. So all of that has taken place before the meeting even starts. So it's like, in our experience, Matt, they're, they're clients. By the end of the tour, they're yeah. committed to become clients. And now we can go in and make the entire meeting about them. Yeah. So that's one, that's one area like that, around tactical implementation. The other area is that you know, we had more and more advisors saying, Chris, once, now that you've helped us with our story, we want to go do more speaking. We want to get on stages. We want to do seminars. We're already doing seminars. But how do we take this story message that you've helped us with that is so much more clear and concise than what we have now, but how do we translate it into speaking? And again, that's why we created this six-part framework called the Signature Framework. And the thing I would just say on that is like, your, your target clients want to hear your story. Like, and do they want you to teach? Yes, but a little bit. And they don't want you to teach information. They want you to teach principles that can make a difference for them. And then they want you to tell them about people you've, that, they, that you've done it for. And so in our six-part framework, we do have one of the parts, it's part four, that's allowed. That's where you're allowed to teach. And so the thing I would just offer is a tactical implementation. If, if you have a story and you're currently out there speaking or you're doing seminars, I would just encourage you to push it to the limits of uncomfortableness for you, meaning... I would, I would share more than you're comfortable sharing about your story and who you are and how your life led you here. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at 
how your audience responds to it. Wow. Holy crap. So, so those are just two. I mean, I could give more, but those <laughs> I know, are two. I'm sorry. I'm just processing, brother. Uh, you know, I'm just everything that you just said. I'm like, why aren't there more people out there like you saying this stuff? Well, here's what's interesting, Matt. You obviously know the difference, right, between a product-driven planner and a oh, planning-focused yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, planner, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of parallels to our industry. Like we have a lot of people in our industry, copywriters, messaging experts, branding experts, speaking coaches, story experts that have the best intentions to help people, but they take a product-driven planning approach mm. versus a holistic planning planning approach. Mm-hmm. And you and I both know that like, who's going to better serve you as an advisor, you know, someone that's selling one product out of the trunk of their car or someone that has a real holistic mind for planning. And what's interesting is we, the, the advisors that we seem to attract are very holistic minded and really want to take care of their clients. And yes, they might, they might have an emphasis on selling one thing, but they still incorporate all of the components of someone's world into a holistic plan. Mm-hmm. But they don't do that very thing with their own story and their message. <laughs> they take a product driven approach to their story and their message. Like, okay, I'm just going to go buy this like website or I'm going to go buy this video. Yeah. And when it doesn't work, um, I'll just go buy something else. Yeah. And what we're offering is like, so I just don't think that there's just, just like why there's probably more product driven planners out there than there are probably truly holistic planning driven planners. If that makes sense. It does. And, and, you know, I think it's, I think it's the, the product driven or the market driven or the, any stock driven mutual fund, any of those sorts of, you know, positions you know, eking out a rate of return or focusing on, you know, guaranteed income, blah, blah, blah. Those are all commodities, right? I mean, totally. that's, that's commoditization of our industry. And I was, I've been at conferences left and right, and everybody's talking about the, how do we get away from, you know, fee compression and commoditization. And, and I was just at a business planning conference and this advisor stood up and he said, that's because I don't talk about any of that. He said, because I can't compete with zero trade costs at Vanguard or a 0% financial planning fee for a free crappy thing that you get for free. And all of the sudden, all of these advisors are turning around saying, well, what the hell do you say? And he's talking about what you're talking about right here, Chris. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. It's like, like we, we don't, we don't realize this, but as advisors, like so many advisors allow themselves to be seen as a commodity, just simply in how they tell their story and message themselves and position themselves. So one of the things that I've realized, Matt, is like, we, have, we don't realize how much we create how our prospective clients show up to us and experience us in oh our language. God. Oh, my God. Like, there's a way for me to be a holistic advisor and yet use language that has me be experienced as a commodity. Mm-hmm. And there's a way for me to be a holistic advisor that has me use language that has them totally see me as that. And so, like, I, here's my belief. All of the fee compression and the and the regulation changes and like all these commercials by big companies saying zero commissions and getting it, you know you know consumers to think that way. If you know how to use language to your advantage with your story and your message, that's actually one of the best things that ever happened to you because it's going to give you an opportunity when it's brought up in a prospective client meeting to show how different you are and how you're about value, not fee. And if you don't know how to use language in your story and your message to differentiate yourself, it's like the, one of the biggest threats. Totally. Dude, that was freaking, that was so well said. And so to wrap up today's podcast, here's the deal. Everybody who is listening to this podcast, if you were not successfully able to answer Chris's first question that he takes you through, then I think that you owe it to yourself, not only to yourself, but you owe it for your, to your community, to your team, to whoever does your marketing, to really look at what Chris does with the campfire effect and, and research more and, and maybe even reach out. So Chris, what is the best way 
uh, for people to reach out? And what sort of engagements can our listeners engage you with? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, being that we're the campfire effects, we love the idea of like sitting around the campfire and having like real conversations with people. So anytime I'm on a podcast, the thing I actually offer is to reach out to us, to send an email and you can include this, Matt, in the, in, you know, in the notes, yep. that, um, connect at the campfireeffect.com. And in the subject line, put the, you know, Tam podcast and just say, look, I'd love to have, I'd love to have a conversation with you about my story. And I can promise you it's not a you know complimentary session designed at like secretly designed as like a sales call. <laughs> like, you know, like we're gonna really dive in and look at your story and sure. look at how you're using story to grow your practice. And if we think that there's opportunities that you're missing to more intent- to intentionally leverage your story, we'll we'll share that with you. And if you want to run with that, you can. If you want to look to us to have you help with that, you know, that's what we do and we love doing that. And so the different ways that you know advisors engage with us is they, you know, most of them are coming out to one of our two-day in-person workshops and there's pre-work ahead of that. They come out for two days and then there's follow-up implementation coaching. And and the promise we make in that is that you will leave that process with more clarity and more alignment around your story, your message and how to implement it than the entire time you've been in business. Wow. So it's just like, we just get it done. And then what we see is that our clients are going out and they are, you know, redesigning their office to give a storytelling tour. They are changing the way that not only another thing, Matt, is like, it's not just about that, the the, the founding advisor, the, the owner of the firm, it's like the two or three or four or five or six advisors that also work there that can now attach their own personal story to this mm-hmm. new narrative and empower them to be more impactful. So in the story of Casey Weed, not, not only is he now out doing seminars, for the first time in the history of his firm, he has two other advisors now out doing seminars using this framework, Dang. which is a game changer for him. So totally. That, just three times his multiple right there, at least. That's freaking awesome. All right, Chris, man, this has been freaking... Uh, thank you so much. I absolutely... It just, man, the the clarity that just you made me have surrounding the topic, surrounding how all of these things can be integrated, asking those great questions. And I know that the impact that you're making with, with big names within the industry should make some of the people who don't have a big name in the industry really reach out and hopefully attend one of these events. So thanks, man, for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. It's a real pleasure. Please, please, please go to the Campfire Effect and, and take a look at it and go ahead and email, put Tam in the subject line uh, to make sure that uh, they know where you came from. But my standard closing is going to apply here, everybody, because listen, this is why we do what we do here at Top Advisor Marketing. We're trying to bring to you amazing, unique services to help you market more successfully. You know, this coming year, 2020, or before we were in, I think this is going to be released in 2020, this could be your year. You know, having 2020 vision means ultimate clarity, being able to see perfectly. If you have an amazing story, guess what? You are going to be able to communicate who you are, what you do, and what makes you truly unique and different in an emotionally charged venue, medium, in order to truly change uh, your relationships with your clients and your marketing efforts in 2020. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. And if you know anybody who needs to hear this, dear God, just share it with them. It's super easy by clicking that share button. If you have any topics or ideas or feedback for us here at Top Advisor Marketing, email me at matt at topadvisorm, that M is for marketing.com, and we will see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information.
This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.